For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer, NFL legend, Rams legend, Isaac Bruce, and life legend, Doc Holiday. <laughs> I am Doc Holiday. Like, <laughs> what's up, man? Hey, well, Doc, I'll tell you what, man. Today is Friday. Um, we're less than what is it okay to say we're less than 48 hours before kickoff in uh Raymond James Stadium? Yeah, bro. Say what and you want to be- say. And, and to be truthful about it, Doc, I'm feeling game tempo, and, and I'm feeling I'm feeling Anthony Hardis, Anthony Hardaway ish <laughs> up in this joint right now. Hey, you about ready to curse some folks out? Uh, they talking about head Memphis telling. coach Penny Hardaway who cursed out the media. That's how you feeling, bro? Come on, man. Come on, man. I mean, it's game tempo, man. You know, God dang right. So that's what it is, man. So. Big weekend, Doc. Big weekend of football, man. We got uh, games that are taking place Saturday. And after that, we got, obviously, the Rams game will be up first uh, on Sunday. And I'm looking for some – I'm looking for a whole lot of action, Doc, particularly out of our defense and our front seven, man. So, it's going. It, it's what it is. It's laid out there. If you want it, this is the playoff. Let's go get it. And let's move on to the next round, man. Let's do this. And that's what I'm talking about, man. Our Rams. This is what we want, bro. This is what you asked for, man. You want to you, you want you want to play some big boy ball. You want to do some big boy things. You want to get into the playoffs. We did. We got through the first round, the wild card. Now you want to do some big things. You got to take on the boys who are the big boys. And Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are considered the big boys, right? Because they are the defending Super Bowl champions. So now we face Tampa Bay for the second time this season. But first of all, we're going to talk about how both teams got here. We know how we got here, man. We put that work on the Arizona Cardinals, Monday Night Football, and the wild card. I mean, we just absolutely destroyed them 30-40-11. But the Bucks had an easy time with the Philadelphia Eagles as well. They won 31-15. So now these two teams face off, bro. We know we faced each other 
I think week three in the regular season, and we beat the. I mean, we we put it on them. We ended up winning thirty four to twenty four in the. That's the regular season, though, Isaac. Now we into the playoffs, bro, and we know the regular season, the playoffs, two different things, man. And and both teams, the Rams don't look like the same Rams squad from that game, even though we won. And Tampa Bay don't look like the same Tampa Bay team. But anyway, bro, all the excuses have to be thrown out, man, because it's the playoffs. It's time to lock up with these Buccaneers, man. Uh, so say you, bro. Hey, Doc, uh, you know, offensively, there's a lot been said about both teams and both teams' offense is where they should be. I mean, when you have names like uh, Brady, you have names like Stafford, you have names offensively like OBJ, Cooper Cup, guys who can make plays down the field, anywhere on the field. But let's be real. I think this game really boils down to which defense plays the best. And when you look at the scheme of things, now, I'm a homer. I'm a, I'm a Ram through and through. Um, you know, you get questioned, are you talking or are you bet? Are you talking with your heart or are you betting with your pocket? And if I were a bad, betting man, Doc, I would say I would bet the Rams in this game, particularly based on our defensive front four. Let's, be, let's look back in history now. Most teams that are successful versus Tom Brady, they normally have a four-man rush that can get pressure and stop the run at the same time. And I feel like way back in the day when one of his, one or two of his Super Bowls versus the New York Giants, that's the exact same ingredients that the New York Giants had. They had, were able to get pressure on Brady with a four-man rush, drop seven back, and make him throw in the tight windows while being moved off his spot. I think we very well have those same ingredients up front when you talk about Aaron Donald, you talk about Vaughn Miller. You talk about uh, uh, my guy, 54, help me out, Floyd. Leonard Floyd. Leonard, Leonard Floyd. Floyd. Yeah, Leonard Floyd. And you talk about Gaines. Gaines is, is, is considered our run stopper with the addition to maybe Joseph Day being back to, to give those guys the breather. We're, we're, I think we have the ability and the, to, to, to put pressure on Brady all game long, move him around, make him get rid of that football a little before he can, and stop the run at the same time. Now, that being said, they have offensive line issues, Doc. When you're out there on one leg, 300-pounder, from the right guard to the right tackle, Doc, that could be a problem, Doc. You know, I know the game has to be played, and everybody that's playing is on scholarship. So, you know, coaches don't expect the production level to go down when you play your backup, but let's be real, Doc. I mean, you got some young guys that, that probably particularly could be potentially be out there facing Vaughn Miller facing a hungry Aaron Donald, facing a Leonard Floyd and Gaines, man. So that could be some pressure for Tom Brady. And, uh, you know, that's that's pretty much what we look, we're looking at from the standpoint. The Buccaneers have a really good defense as well. So I think it'll be a defensive matchup and whichever defense can really rise to the, stop, to the top and put pressure on the, on the opposing offense. I, just, I think that's who comes out of this game victorious. I'm with you on that, man, because we know Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, they want to throw the rock, man, because Tom Brady, even though he's 44, he led the NFL in passing yards, bro. 5,300 yards passing, 43 touchdowns, 12 picks. But our Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford, was right there, number three in the league with 48, 86, 41 touchdowns. But he had those 17 picks tied for worse in the league behind, well, with Trevor Lawrence. But that was the regular season. We had a different Matthew Stafford against the Cardinals because Sean McVay had figured out, I think he knows, man, the formula for us, for the Rams to win is to run the ball, 
play good defense, commit to the run, and don't let Matthew Stafford lose the game. The good thing about the Rams is that we don't, we don't really need him to win the game for us. We just need him not to lose it. And against Arizona, bro, he went 13 to 17. He only threw the ball 17 times, and he had a couple of drops. 202 yards, two touchdowns. No picks. We ran the ball 38 times for 140 yards. So, hey, bro, you know that's the truth, man. The thing about it is that we don't need Matthew Stafford to lose the game. Just go out there, run the ball, be physical. We got Cam Makers back now to go with Sony Michelle. That offensive line, though, uh, Andrew Whitworth is out, left tackle. That's going to hurt us. But that's the formula, bro. Just Matthew Stafford. Just don't lose the game for us, man. That, that falls on Sean McVay as well because he can't be calling all them damn uh, pass plays, bro. Yeah, we we've shown. I think we've shown. We put on film last week that we're uh, we can be committed to running the football. And I think once again we have to show that commitment of running the football with Whitworth being out. Note Bloom takes his place, takes his spot. But at the same time, being able to turn around and hand that ball to a Sony Michelle, to a Cam Akers, and letting these guys get touches so they can get in a groove, Doc. I think it'll bode well for us l- later on in this game. I mean, it, it helps our play action pass when we want to push the ball down the field. That's one thing that we will do. That's going to happen. Doc. We're going to have our attempts down the field. Um, and I think we, we can use everything that Stafford brings to the table as far as his accuracy, his, his competitiveness, his toughness to go in and take this game, man, because it's going to be one of those games. I don't, I don't, see, I don't foresee Tom Brady uh, giving you opportunities via interception, maybe a strip sack. But interception, I don't. I really don't see that happening. As far as our team as a group, we can go out, we can perform well, make sure this running game is on the plane when we leave to go to Tampa this weekend, and uh, and, and put it to use, Doc. Let's put it to work, man. It's there for a reason. Yeah, speaking of running games, man, we have our running backs beside Darrell Henderson, who's you know still out hurt, but Cam Makers is back, man. He toting that rock, looking like Cam before he hurt the Achilles and Sony Michelle. We know how tough. He can run the rock. So we know our running game is good. But see, the thing about Tampa Bay, their running back situation kind of shaky. Don't really know if Leonard Fournette going to play or Ronald Jones. Serious question marks whether they're going to run the ball or not. So we don't even know who really who they got playing running back. So right there with that big question mark, that means they're going to have to throw the ball. But he's missing <laughs> his top receiver because Chris got when he's out with the ACL. He's not going to have him. We know he ain't got Antonio Brown. He he said Antonio bye-bye. Brown was the top receiver. Well, that, he was what? the top receiver. I agree with you. I'm the numbers. I'm telling you. Are you yes. right though? I, I agree. Yes. Antonio was out. Then he said bye-bye. He was out for a while. Then he said bye-bye. But you're right. As far as Chris Godwin is concerned, no Chris Godwin. You know, he tore his ACL, so you ain't he ain't gonna have him. But they still do have Mike Evans, who had a thousand yards, yeah. and he had 14 yeah. touchdowns, and you still had Gronkowski, but Right. Those two dudes, two receivers, you still got to cover. And on the other side, bro, we Taylor Rapp is not going to play. He's still with the concussion. And we know we lost Jordan Fuller. So our defensive backfield going to be a little thin. But I think the Rams hoping that the Bucks look like, okay, we met, they missing two uh, uh, DBs. Let's throw it down the field because, you know, Tom Brady, like to, he like to hit you underneath. He like to, he like to kill you softly. But I know the Rams probably thinking, we missed the two DB, uh, DBs, man. He probably going to throw it down the field. So four or five-yard drops, that's what the Rams want him to do, man, because four or five drops, that means you give Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller the time to get at that ass. Well, uh, here's the thing. I think as far as our defensive backfield is concerned, uh, you know, with Jalen Ramsey lead, leading away, uh, him versus Mike Evan, Evans, I think that's pretty much a, a much a push 
Um, Mike Evans is a really great receiver. I think he has uh, the ability to get downfield. So I think he'll, I think Jalen Ramsey will accept that challenge. And as, as they go on, but it was, it was what was put on film last week as far as our defense is concerned. Doc. We saw guys, 11 hats tackling the football. We saw guys flying around. It was a brand of football that I feel like we hadn't seen, uh, uh, you know, uh, after week 12 or 10 this year. But just to have guys get the opportunity to play, uh, when Taylor Rapp goes down, you get his backup coming in and these other guys we signed off our practice squad. These guys were really, really juiced to play in a playoff game and have an opportunity to shine. So um, I think that happens again, Doc. I think these guys come in and, and, and maybe we just double team Gronkowski and, and go one-on-one with, with Ramsey. And, and Mike Evans, I like our I like our chances right there. So that gives us more time. And, and, and let's let's be real. Bruce Arians is that type of coordinator, and Brian Leftwich is that type of coordinator that likes to push the ball down the field to Doc. I mean, they like taking a shot once a quarter, and I'm sure we're going to see that. That's Tom Brady, man. You're going to use everything Tom Brady brings to the table to uh, push the ball down and win the and win the game uh, overall. Just push the ball down the field, but. Like you said, that gives us an opportunity to get to him, touch a bit, and have him picking himself off the turf. So the name of the game, move him off his spot, get some sacks. Maybe a strip sack comes in. He's been running the ball a little lately. Maybe we force him to do that. You know, I mean, I've been I've been scheming this game in my head, man. Just really thinking about, you know, you know, you know, everybody's getting the same check this this week. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know. You mess around and drop 300 pounds on Tom Brady, man. It's only 15 yards and, you know, in a half, half of your check, you know, it might be, Doc, it might be worth it, Doc, you know, <laughs> in the scheme of the game. But we try to keep it as clean as we can. But, hey, man, this is the playoffs, man. You do everything you can to move to the next round. Yeah, you do, man. And the thing about it, man, everybody, you know, everybody know if you try to move Tom Brady off his spot, he's not mobile, man. But, hell, ain't too many people been, you know, successful doing that. The fact of the matter is because Tom, his offensive line has been doing a great job of protecting him. And Tom, you know, he, a lot of times you do these check downs and these underneath, man, these curls, these little, 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 little five and seven, 10 yard outs, man. He really don't want to throw it down the field. Now, when he has some hitters, he would. But now he ain't really got them that, that, that many hitters. But, you know, on defense, you talked about their defense. They got a couple of real good hitters, too, man. They linebackers, man, Devin White and Levante David. We know how them dudes can rock and roll. So them dudes are real good against the run. That's why we have to commit to the run, even if it look like we ain't picking up no yards at first. We got to commit, and we got to make those two linebackers, we got to make them worry about Tyler Higby and Cooper Cup in the in the, in the, uh, uh, in the uh, uh, in the slot. We got to make them worry about them dudes, man, so to get them up out of that, that box. But – it's a real good game. It's a real good matchup, man. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm with you, bro. I like the Rams' chances. I like our chances, man, on the road in Tampa Bay for the simple fact of the people that they're, you know, they're losing. And we got guys, man, you know, OBJ, man, what can we say about Odell Beckham Jr., man? I think he was, what, scored five, six touchdowns as he got here, scored his first, I think it was his first playoff touchdown last week, and he's been quiet and doing his job, man. So, with him and Van Jefferson, and think about Van, bro. We know he just had one catch. He'd be quiet, quiet. But his catches, he just comes up with big plays and big catches when we need him to do it, man. And Tyler Hickby doing his thing. So I really like what we have a chance to do, even though we, uh, we, we're we going to be without Andrew Whitworth on offense. 
But Doc, let's 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 look at it. Let's have to look at the grand scheme of things as far as last week is concerned. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who played the Philadelphia Eagles. It wasn't a dominant performance by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, you're looking at a Philadelphia team that turned the ball over four times. That game ended up being what, uh, 31-15. Yeah. So it, it it just wasn't a dominant force. Let's say Philadelphia doesn't turn the football over. Let's say you know, Philadelphia can move the ball like they moved the ball prior to this playoff game up and down the field via their running game. So so what I'm saying is it wasn't just a dominant win by the Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was just some bad play by the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I feel like the Rams can avoid those bad plays, avoid playing bad on the road, and really take this game, Doc, because I don't think Tampa Bay and their defense isn't as dominant as they were last year at this time. So I think this game is set up. It's set up for Aaron Donald. It's set up for the Von Millers of the world, the Leonard Floors of the world. And just, just be real, Raheem Morris, he's going back home to Tampa where he used to coach. Yeah. It's set up for a defensive explosion by the Los Angeles Rams, man. Talking about a defensive explosion, we can talk about the Buccaneers defense. We can talk about the Rams defense. But the Buccaneers defense, I know for a fact, and I know you know for a fact, they're not as good as the same defense that they had 22 years ago when they played the Rams, St. Louis Rams, in the NFC Championship game. Hey, talk about that game, man, because the Rams and the Bucks have a lot of history. That game, hey, man, that game was huge, bro. I mean, this defense ain't that defense, but it's still the Bucks <laughs> and the Rams. You know what I'm saying? But still, bro, I mean, take us back to that because, hell, that was a ball game, bro. Well, I tell you what, the legend as he is, Eric Dickerson, he he said it. You know, even, you know, when he mentioned that, you know, we've always had some some success and some superiority over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers every time we play them. So we've been pretty successful versus them. And this isn't the first time that we played them in the playoffs, like you mentioned. My Our playoff game in the NFC Championship wasn't the first time. We beat them uh, years ago, I believe in 1979, to get to the Super Bowl, which we ended up losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But just talking about that last playoff game that we played the Bucs in the NFC Championship, Doc, you're talking about a heavyweight fight. You're talking about the number one offense in the NFL versus the number two, number one offense, number one defense in the NFL. You got Hall of Famers on each side, Hall of Famers on each side. And, Doc, it was one of the hardest-hitting football games that I've ever been a, been a part of. From uh, Warren Sapp, his, 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 his three-technique dominance, to Derrick Brooks uh, hitting Torrey Holt and, and, and almost collapsing his lungs where he was coughing up blood on the field to Hardy Nickerson really giving me a kiss, the type of kiss you don't want over the <laughs> yeah. middle of the field. And uh, it, it was it was hard, Doc. I mean, you talk about a, a defensive front that could put pressure on an offense with just four guys and a dominant force like Warren Stapp up there. Doc, it was, it was no time in that game we could exhale, man. It just wasn't happening because they had everything going for them. We were playing what they were calling buck ball their style of play. They wanted low scoring, field goal, win it, be, be within a field goal at the end of the game and have an opportunity to win it. They got just that type of game. But ultimately, we beat them at buck ball. And that's how the game ended. We ended up going to our very uh, our, our next Super Bowl in Atlanta, winning our very first championship versus the Titans. Man. And I know, man, it's a very, yeah. very uh, big time defender. You left off that Lynch because I know you, you was looking for him, John Lynch. The whole game. <laughs> I, I know you was looking for Lynch the whole game, bro. 
I, you know, I didn't have to look for Lynch. Let's be real. They played yeah. cover two. He's right there. I mean, you know, yeah. you're playing zone. You know, it's a zone. He's right here, man. So, I, you know, some people, they don't put it in a box for some re for a reason, Doc. And they didn't put him in a box. He, he wasn't a box player. Maybe because you would have ran right past his ass, man. You just support the <laughs> run and try to hit somebody and try to punk somebody. We got we got you in coverage. You finna get lit up. So I feel you on that, bro. Hey, and real quick before we get out of here, man, let me ask you a question, man. Because I just thought about this again. I thought about it yeah. before. We'd even talked about it before, but for some reason, man, I was on, on Twitter. I think I think Believe in Rams, I tweeted out something. And they just that catch again in the Super Bowl. That's 73 yarder, bro. With two. I'm like, bro, I know we'd have talked about it a thousand times, but I'm like, want to do Isaac really really realize how big of a play that is man you know not only in football history but Super Bowl history bro for real bro literally man because I, I know Kurt's a guy I don't know Kurt Warner I know that's a guy but the announcement like oh Kurt Warner threw a beautiful ball bro no he didn't he got hit in the mouth and he underthrew the ball and my boy just went and, my guy just went and got it but do you ever just sit back have you do, have you ever just really appreciated the play you made during that uh, uh, situation, bro. Doc, for me, that that play, you know, um, it, it's one of those plays that I had lived even before the play actually manifested in the Super Bowl. I lived that play thousands of times in my backyard back in Fort Lauderdale. And like I say, man, it was always uh, a different quarterback. Dan Marino was throwing me the ball in my yeah. imaginary eye. Yeah. So, you know, just, just, just having that play just – pop up and be so real in that moment it's it's kind of hard to enjoy it because yeah. you know i had lived it so many times but just i get i get my uh, i get my excitement my uh uh my ability my enjoyment from seeing others the faces that were there seeing the play actually seeing the play the, the fans in the stands uh being surrounded by my teammates at that time i can still see dre Bly running down the sideline, you know, <laughs> yeah. to be a part of the, the celebration of that play and just walking back and, and, and just in a daze, really, because I'm walking back. And before I know it, I got my arm around uh, the late, great Georgia Frontier and she's standing right beside me, walking me back to the uh, to the sideline. I'm like, you know, what are you doing here? Because she's <laughs> never been on the field. Yeah, yeah. she's never been on the field. And I'm waking up and when I wake up out of that place, she's right here and we're walking to the sideline. And it, it was just one of those moments, Doc. And to be honest, every time Super Bowl rolls around, when they show it and they, they have it on television, I always stop and just watch the end of the play uh, just to see the celebration part, man. Tommy New, Ricky Pro, uh, Marshall Falk, Torrey Hope, Big Oz Akeem, and we just celebrate. And don't forget Dre Block. We just celebrate together, man. And, and uh, you know, unfortunately, that wasn't the game ender. I look up at the clock. We got 154 left yeah. playing against the late, great Steve McNair, man. And, and it was a great ending of that Super Bowl, Super Bowl 34. Man, that's a cold catch, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I still be amazed by I'd be amazed, but not amazed because that's what you did. But real before we get out of here, man, one more thing, bro. Now, let me ask you, to me, Tampa Bay should be they should be playing without their head coach, Bruce Arians, bro. Mm. He, gets, he gets fined $50,000 for hitting Andrew Adams in the head. Now, bro, mm -hmm. not only did he smack the dude upside the head, he elbowed him. D bro, come on, man. Isaac. As a, not Because if that was the other way around, dog, a, a, a player would have hit the coach. Ass would have been out of there. I don't understand why he just got fined $50,000 and we're not talking more about it. Well, people are not talking more about it because we're talking about more about it because that's disrespectful as hell, bro. He's a grown man. Keep your hands to yourself, man. 
Well, maybe he wasn't kicked out because it was a first time offense. Let's just say that, that being uh, the reason he's not kicked out. But was it disrespectful? Absolutely, Doc. I mean, we saw in that same game where, you know, cornerback makes a play, he takes his helmet off, they throw a flag on him, he goes to the sideline. What does Todd Bowles do? He doesn't go wham on, the, on his helmet. He doesn't slap him on his helmet like, what are you doing? The whole sideline is asking him, what is he doing? But it was a coaching moment. It was a teaching moment right there. Yo, bro, man, we need you. You can't make plays like that. What if they would have gave them the ball back? You taking off your helmet out there, man. This is, this is the playoffs. We fighting hard. You cannot afford to make mistakes. So going back to Bruce Arians hitting the play on the head, man, absolutely. Doc, we're men, man. You can coach me. You can, you can verbally coach me up, and I won't do that again. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what? You can let me do that again. You can let me pull another play off the pile because it's a $15,000 fine for doing that, right? So if I pull this guy off and, and just come tap me on my shoulder and say, guess what? Have a seat on the bench because you're hurting us. You're not helping us. So it, it, it's different ways to do stuff. But man to man, don't put your hand on another man. man. Don't, don't do that, man. You know, you got that. You got the white black thing in there too, Doc. Yeah. I mean, don't forget that, man. So, no, for real. Listen, man. No, nah, don't. Listen, Bruce, we men, coach me, man. I, I won't do it no more. You tell me not to do it, I ain't doing it no more because I want to play. I want to stay in the game. So, And plus, I want to keep my money. Um, yeah, let's not do it. But fifty thousand dollars, I mean, second offense might be, you know, a hundred grand and 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 lose lose a game, lose a game. So, no, I'm with you, man. He won't have to worry about that no more. Yeah, I'm mean, I'm with you. It's bad all across the board, but especially with the black white thing, bro. Don't do that, man. Don't don't yeah. don't do that now, man. Because if I if I throw these hands on you, I'm gonna end up being the bad guy. So, totally disrespectful, bro. Totally out of line. But what's not out of line is what Isaac Bruce just gave us on this version of Ramblings. Anything else you want to add, bro, before we get up out of That's here, man, it, and get yeah. ready for this hey, ball hey, game? Hey, Doc, uh, I think last week I texted my brother. I said, man, you know, he's a Ram fan too. Samuel Bruce. Damn, what up, uh, Sam? Present at, at the Pro Hall of Fame. What, big bro? Um, I, I just texted him, man, I got butterflies, man, right before the game. You know, I got but them same butterflies, Doc. They don't leave, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I kind of texted him that, and I say, you know, those butterflies, they always leave. Uh, the moment I hit somebody or somebody hit me, and then it's just another game you go out and play. So um, that would be my advice to, to both teams, both players. Uh, the butterflies are going to come because this is a game that you've been playing all your life, and it's added. Things have been added to this game. The stakes are high, Doc. The pressure is there. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, it, it, it seems like it's the only game being watched at that moment. I think the NFL does a great game of having these games separated, not played at the same time. So everyone can glue in on it. I think I heard that over 40 million people watched that Cowboys and, and, and 49ers game last week. So that's a lot of eyes watching the game, Doc. So yeah. uh, one mistake or one huge play, it propels you or it could, you know, make you go sit down somewhere. So it's a big game, but I always say this game isn't bigger than you. Go out and do your, do your thing, man. Indeed, man. Good advice. And that's going to do it for another episode of Ramblings. With Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.